There is such a thing as good cheap beer, but it can be hard to find, which is why we're good swill hunting. Join our team of experts on a swill journey. Brian Richards, our industry insider, Matt Friend, our beer outsider, who after three seasons of good swill hunting, still prefers bush ice. And new this season, Rick Speed, a true beer connoisseur. And I'm your host, Blaine Tollison. Together, we're trying the cheap stuff so you don't have to. This is Good Swill Hunting. And welcome back to Good Swill Hunting. We're so glad you're here with us, and thank you so much for joining us. And uh, we're glad you were uh, listening in last week as we tried American Flyer from Harpoon. That was an interesting episode. Yes, it was. (laughs) That was really good. Matt talking about tongue punches and all sorts of craziness. Um, I I had to edit the crap out of that episode because there were times where we were just laughing for about 30 seconds straight. Yeah, because uh, yeah. Matt just had us dying. Like, oh I've, God! Towards the end, it got. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know if I've left, laughed that hard in a long time. Off the um, rails is not even a, a it it was a true representation. And and I and I I try not to edit too much for for y'all listeners out there. I try to keep it pretty plain. But I I I also value your time, and I don't want you to sit there and listen to us. You know, having a heart attack on the air as Matt is dropping. You know, dirty jokes that are truly, truly hilarious. Um, but yeah, anyway. And that was our fifth episode in a row we recorded. <laughs> so like by that time, you know, he was he was throwing out some prime content. Yeah, the the uh, the drawback of doing batch records. And, you know, we're, we're all working men and, you know, got families and wives. So, you know. Kids, newborns. We got to get together and record these things. Dogs. In a, in a ba- dogs, everything. <laughs> Um, and we got to record these things in a batch. Um, but this one, we're doing a solo episode right now. Um, and I'm, it's just me and Rick. You, you notice you're not hearing Brian. You're not hearing Matt. Um, well, Brian's out of pocket and Matt is on like a research uh, mission. He's actually going to breweries. Uh, visiting in Texas. In Texas, which we'll get into that in just a moment. Uh, we always like to you know say what we're popping the top on or cracking open right off the top. And this is something, Rick, you brought back from, from Jersey. Is that right? Or- yes, I was I was recently in Jersey. My uh, my grandmother passed away. I'm sorry about that. Oh, uh, that's all right. Thank um, you so yeah. much. Um and so I was up in New Jersey, and um, I stopped by a bottle shop that was close to where I was staying, and uh, I seen the Ballantine Ale, the Triple X, um, and this is like the original like New Jersey beer. Really? Um, you know, uh, founded I think in like the 1800s in Newark, New wow. Jersey, and we got a whole six pack to ourselves. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't have to share it with anybody. Matt may want you. Matt and Brian may may want you to save one for them. But, yeah, you know, we'll see. Um, <laughs> and I seen it, and it was five ninety nine for a six pack of twelve ounce bottles, serious? and that's the regular price. Five ninety nine bottle king in New that's Jersey. Crazy. It's it's a it's a liquor store bottle shop or whatever. Bottle King five ninety nine for a six pack of twelve ounce bottles, and that's the regular price always on the shelf. That Valentine Triple X, yeah, that's absolutely unheard of. Even when we go sort of dumpster diving, it's at, like at eight Aldi. cents. It's an eight cents an ounce beer. <laughs> that's crazy! Wow, yeah, wow. Yeah. And and I say I say that dumpster diving in Aldi in complete jest, but that's where we go to find automatic cheap beer, uh, which we've at both, uh, I think it's, um, Trader Joe's and 
Aldi and Lidl. We have found some gems in there if you go back on our older episodes. Yeah, and, and this is what this is brewed by Ballantine and Sons. Uh, Ballantine Ballantine and Sons is the original. Okay, okay. Um, it is now owned by, by Paps, Paps, right? Paps yeah. Blue Ribbon. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, this one of the second Google questions on this when I looked this up uh, was: Is Ballantine beer real? <laughs> Why would people think that? I mean, well, I in in Charlotte because we have an area called Ballantine. You know, mm. like I was telling people, and they're like, "Oh man, they make a beer." You know, I'm like, yeah. "No, this is like the OG. <laughs> it's spelt different." Yeah, you I, know? I was about to say there's an I instead of a Y. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but this is uh, this is this is can a pale ale, and I think it's uh, from what I remember, it's like a double or triple dry hopped or something like okay. that. Um, it was a huge beer in, in the early 1900s. Um, and also like a lot of people don't un- like even realize is that Ballantine is the first brewery that introduced the United States to an IPA. Really? They were the first brewery to brew an IPA. And here, here, me being kind of the average beer guy, I thought IPA was more of a trendy thing, you know, in this brewery craze and everything that's when, where we've really come to know IPAs, but you're saying that this Came around in the 1800s. Yeah, I, I, I got a little bit of uh, information here. Um, growing up in New Jersey, I, I remember being in middle school, and we actually <laughs> went to the Ballantine Mansion and went on a field trip. Oh, that's cool. And we got to walk through the Ballantine Mansion, which was across the street from the Ballantine Brewery. The Ballantine Brewery was still there. Um, I believe they were using it to make Girl Scout cookies. It was <laughs> like Interbake or something like that. And they would make cookies there. Um, but a, it had closed, a different kind of bread. Yeah. <laughs> it had closed down and shuttered its doors for, you know, many years. Okay. Um, and then at some point, Paps bought them out. And okay. then brought it back to life, like the actual brewery, uh, like the plant. Like I, they like the, bought the name, the name. Okay, yeah, they okay. bought the name. Okay, um, I think they Paps bought the name. A, has and a record of doing closed that. it, okay. and then when you know, I think about ten years ago when Kraft started getting like cool again, they re-released it. Ah, still all the original logos, the original bottles, um, which is crazy because usually. You know, Paps, they start throwing everything in cans. Yeah. And they still bottle this like it was bottled, That's you know, awesome. originally. So Paps has has a record of doing this. They yeah. keep, they go and get these old beers and these old labels. And, you know, I know Paps is, is you know, it's macro. But I kind of... I, I kind of respect them for going and keeping these things alive because otherwise these regional beers that are really important to people. And we're talking about it because it's all about the stories where people are from and, and the beer is like the essence, like a flavor and a, and a, and a beer, you know, to help uh, people define where they come from. And it's hard to stay in business, you know, just being a regional brewery. And, and I got to hand it to Paps for keeping those things alive for the people that these things are really important to and for others who kind of get to try a flavor from that area. Yeah. And, and at the same point, I mean, it's just, I guess in, I don't know, I wasn't alive, but early 1900s or the 1940s and fifties was super popular because all my relatives, older relatives, like cleaning out houses when they pass and, Uh and stuff like that. I I got a, a Ballantine uh, beer serving tray, Ballantine <laughs> glasses. Like I think it was widely drank throughout the state of New Jersey. It was like their local, 
you know, their local brewery. That is so cool. Um, but yeah, I, I got a little bit here. Uh, founded in 1840 in Newark, New Jersey by Peter Ballantyne. Take, taking over Brian's role right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, who immigrated from Scotland. The company was originally incorporated as the Patterson and Ballantyne Brewing Company. Okay. Uh, Ballantyne rented an old brewing site, which had dated back to 1805. That is so cool. Yeah. So basically, you know, from, from Newark, New Jersey... Um, and yeah. I, I think they only put out a couple of beers. Uh, the brand is currently owned and operated by Paps Paps Brewing Company throughout yeah. history. It is best known for its Ballantine Triple X Ale. Triple X Ale. I feel like it's a major treat to have this in the studio. Um, and I also looked up some stuff on Untapped. But uh, do you want to do a first uh, first sip impression yeah, on this before yeah, we start? And um, let's go. You, you might have some more there, but we'll we'll, uh, we'll get to that in just a moment. It's time for First Sip Impressions. Have a business and want to make a good impression? Advertise with us. Like a lot of beer we try, it won't cost you much. Just shoot us an email at goodswillpodcast at gmail.com. All right. Who wants to go first? You go. Um, I'm throwing it back to you. I I was, uh, I kind of wasn't prepared for all that flavor, and I'm, I'm really liking it. I think it's considered a, a pale ale. There's a lot of different stories online that it's like a blonde ale that's triple dry hopped. Uh, it's a pale ale. But I mean, to me, it's like it reminds me of a dry hopped lager and or a cold IPA, which yeah. has become really popular right now. The flavor is is crispy and crushable but at the same time you're getting a nice hop presence yeah, to it and it's almost kind of sweet too yeah a little bit yeah um, but I, I i really like the flavor i know you're have you had this before you must have had it before i've had this years and years ago because you can only get it in new jersey even though pabst puts it out i have never seen it outside of new jersey okay um so this is a treat i've had the ipa um obviously i've had the triple x Years and years ago, they used to make like a really good Christmas ale. I don't know if they still do that. I know since Paps kind of brought it back, they've only brought back certain, yeah, uh, certain beers. This was brought back first, um, okay. and then I think in 2014 is when they re-released the IPA. Because what they did was they tried to find the original recipe because, like I said, it was that's the first. One of the first, if not the first, IPA ever brewed in the United States. So they wanted to do the research to actually get that exact formula. And see, that's what I love is that they don't just they don't just you know take it over and and just kind of steal the name. They do try to do justice by the original flavor, and and, I, and I'm sure it's got to be hard to try to you know whatever old cookbooks or you know brewery uh, recipes they go and dig through to to do that. But it's cool. They also keep the flavor there too the best that they can when you're dealing with stuff you know that's 100 plus years old yeah know. i mean that's that's one reason why i have no problem supporting pabst mm -hmm. um because it seems like they always do these vintage brands justice yeah, yeah. um and and i really appreciate that yeah what have you done we've done lone star i think old style uh, just a bunch of like regional things. I think uh, Grain Belt maybe no Grain Belt maybe on their own. But anyway, that's that's where my knowledge ends. Um, so this uh, you know our our two confidants are missing out on this awesome beer, and it's kind of a bummer uh, because I think it's really good. Um, I'll get it. I'll get into the untapped stuff when we do our last call on this. But 
Let's talk about Mr. Matthew. So Brian, he's got job and family obligations. Um, so you know that's that's not as exciting. I'm sorry, Brian. But life happens. Life happens. But but Matt is kind of he's he's, he's on having site. a good time. He's man. on site. He's in Texas, which he has uh, his mom lives in Texas. So he's I don't know if he's visiting her while he's out there, but he's making his rounds. He's at the the Spotsil Brewery. Uh, Shiner, Shiner, Shiner Bach, Texas. Which, yeah. yeah, we did Shiner Box uh, some episodes ago. A very popular beer. We gave it some good review on here. And, and Matt's just having the time of his life. Yeah, He's- the pictures that are coming through are just crazy. <laughs> and and be sure to check our Instagram. I'll have those pictures oh, of Matt cool. Matt up there on the Instagram as well. That's awesome. Um, so you could check out what Matt's up to. Yeah, he's all he's all red faced and smiling in front of a, a bar bar taps and everything like that. And they better be back for our next episode, or I'm going to have to go out to Texas and and, <laughs> and get him and hunt down Brian. I know. Um, and. You know, he's also getting to try stuff that you can't find on the shelf while he's out there, which is pretty cool. Well, think, he po- they- like he sent me a picture of a hazy IPA mm-hmm. from Shiner, and I don't think we've ever seen that here in Charlotte. Yeah, that's super cool. He's getting to do that. Um, I hope he brings something back for us. Wink. Yeah, hint, 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 wink, wink. Yeah, um, you see that cool little cooler he got. Yeah, that he- picture of like the cooler, <laughs> and I mean he's out there taking pictures of delivery vehicles. I mean the guy's really doing the research, I man. Know. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I will be really excited to hear his uh, stories when he comes back. You know, if you let Brian or if you let Matt speak, uh, he he always has a punchline. Yeah. At, at the end yeah. of his stories, depending on how many beers he's had, uh, and, uh, and how many episodes, and we've, how many episodes yeah, we've where, where we've recorded in a row, yeah. Uh, but you know, I'm glad he's having a good time. Uh, he deserves it. He's he works really hard at his day job. So uh, hope you're having fun, Matt. We miss you. We'll see you on the next episode. Hopefully, you too, Brian. Um, but anyway, um, we have something really special coming up here on Good Soul. The next Hunting. episode. Uh, the next episode. Um, what we're getting up to what 90 this is 99 90 this is our 99th episode burr, 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 burr. Burr, 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 burr. <laughs> um so that means we're coming up on a hundred episodes which uh what we got some plans on that but we're not done yet uh i do want to rate this beer um, yeah, yeah yeah so let's go ahead and do that closing time Let's weigh in on this cheap swill and rate it for the world. Closing time. One last call for alcohol, so finish your cheap ass beer. No, I'm gonna rate this swill. So um, this is not the uh, this is not the fewest uh, cast members we've ever had on Good Soul Hunting. I'm, I've actually done uh, a one man episode. I've done a, like a one, one man episode. I think like once, and uh, I think it was we were wrapping up season one or something like that, and um, we wanted to we wanted to make sure that we kind of put a bow on that season, and it was again schedule conflicts, reco- yeah, recording yeah. and stuff like that. Um, and I, I did a whole episode just kind of doing the best of our first season. Oh, cool. And, cool. uh, it was a lot of, actually I had fun with it, but, uh, it's tough to feel, fill, 
you know, 20, 30 minutes by yourself. So yeah, I'm, I'm glad yeah. you're here to help me out. I that. made the trek from across yeah. town. I mean, it's a beautiful day here in Charlotte today. It I mean, awesome. amazing outside. Yeah, it is awesome. And, you know, um, that's kind of the challenge of, of podcasting is, you know, to do it weekly and, and, and make sure that it's fun and that you all can keep track of the latest and greatest beers and we keep it consistent so you can, you know, find us and, you know, try to give you some new stuff. You know, we're keeping it rolling no matter what, uh, despite, you know, conflicts of schedules, but we'll, we'll uh, have a full cast back here soon. But, you know, Rick, we're, we're holding down the fort all right. I think we're doing pretty we're good. good here. I we're think, good. I think we're doing good. I mean, we got, you know, we got a full six pack, so oh, we yeah. only drank two uh, so far. We, we could be here all day. Yeah, know? man. Yeah, day drinking. Um, so this uh, Ballantine Triple X, um, it's uh, it's on Untapped. So for whoever's googling if this is a real beer, it's it's real. I'm looking at it. It's uh, you know, and and the bo- we haven't described the label. That's Matt's job. You know, uh, he always has a funny joke about the label. Great um, classic label, man. Yeah, it's great. It, you could say it's like Trace Equis. You know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it's like an old kind of reminds me of Cheers or something. You yeah, know? it's like this old school gold green. Uh, red um, lettering on the on the label. It's um, you know even the even the sticker on the neck is like crooked. Well, it's like they're three. Which I think is it's kind of like, funny. The sticker on the neck is like they're they're three rings of quality or something like yeah, that. Three uh, purity uh, body flavor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> America's largest selling ale. Um, well, America's there's there's another claim by a brewery, um, which I'm sure Brian would have a field day on that one. So maybe it was America's largest selling ale at one point in time. I believe probably uh, back in the back 40s, in the 50s. Yeah, it yeah, was. I think you can pretty much just write whatever you want on your beer bottle. Um, but on untapped, this thing, um, you know, it says it's got 4.85 ABV on this thing. Um, that's pretty That's pretty good. I think it's right around yeah. 5%. Yeah, it's almost at 5%. Matt would, would Untapped res- sometimes has some that. wonky ABV numbers on there. I, I've noticed... We've done. We talked about that before. I think we've yeah. gotten like three different ABVs, like between. Yeah. You know, like looking at a store website, untapped in the actual bottle. Can you see what it says actually on the bottle there? Um, let's see. Um, I think it's in the writing. Somewhere in there, it's somewhere in there. But anyway, um, untapped users uh, overall, they put this thing at uh, a two point nine, so it's like right almost there at a three. Um, for that reason, I'm gonna. I think I'm going to go up to a 3.25 on this, which is, you know, I think anything over a three is, is it's a good beer. Yeah. You know, over four, it's amazing. I, I, agree, um, I agree with you. It's a 3.25 for me too. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's some folks who gave it like a two and a two and a half. And I'm like, what do you like? Like, I would like to just look through their untapped profile and see what they rate yeah, as a three, yeah. because to me, this is at least a three all day long. And full disclosure. Um, like this was the freshest, uh, that I was able to find, and I think it's already two or three months old. Yeah. Um, and I mean, it's still, which is why we're doing it this episode. Yeah. Um, really but, good. Uh, but yeah, I'm 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 at a three and a quarter all day long. Where are you? Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. Three and a quarter. I yeah. agree a hundred percent. I mean, it's definitely, it's definitely up there. Yeah. Um, pale ale, five percent, uh, eight cents an ounce. Yeah. I mean, it is for for what we're rating on on this podcast. You got to you got to take the, the good swill. Yeah, you got to take the price into account because I always think it's amazing when they can keep the price down and and make a really tasty beer. Like because you know we've talked about you know the good 
brewing equipment and better ingredients and yeah. all that stuff yeah. makes a better beer. So the fact that you can do whatever, work your magic and keep it the price low is really impressive. I mean, to if me, that's as much skill as taking all the great ingredients and equipment and making yeah. a great beer that's expected, mm-hmm. but it's harder to keep that price down and make a good tasting beer. Yeah, I agree. And you know, a dollar for basically it comes out to a dollar a bottle. <laughs> so if you're giving me the choice between a 16.9 ounce bottle of Poland Spring dollar beer night or a 12 ounce bottle of Valentine, uh, you know, triple XL, I'm going with the Valentine for a dollar all, all day long, yeah. all day long. Um, yeah, it's, it's a, it's an awesome beer. And, um, so yeah, so th- that's a, that's a good rating on this one. Um, but, we 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 have like this cache of beers that that we've got to uh, get through our. Um, I think I have Michelob Golden um, from Nordeast. The, yeah, Nordeast, or like what Matt likes to call it, Nordstream. Nordstream. Yeah, um, I have some other just random uh, beer that we need to get down the pipe. I think Matt's bringing some stuff back. Um, do do we know what Matt's bringing? He's got something. Coming. I, I don't know. I haven't I haven't heard yet. And we have some people maybe sending us beer yes, as well. Yes. Um. So we've got all this beer. So that's another thing. We we, we keep the episodes going because the beer keeps, keeps coming, keeps flowing. Yeah. I didn't want to. That's make, good. Yeah, that's that's good. A, that was a dad nerd rhyme. Um. But yeah. So we got a lot of really good beer. But again, I, I get ready. Just get ready because, I mean, to to do anything a hundred times. Is hard. It's going to be big. Uh, next Swill, week, Good Soul Hunting's 100th episode. This next is, week, next week. This is a big deal. Yeah. Um, now, uh, full disclosure: in the first two seasons, we had a couple like trailer promo episodes as we were learning the podcasting game. Um, but we recorded something a hundred times. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, we're, we're, I'm being honest and, and uh, transparent on that because you know those counted on episodes as episodes, and we're and we're going to continue to count them because. Um, we don't want to like confuse people. If you see like 103, 102 episodes, um, when we say it's a hundred, so because official count wise, when this one, when this one drops, this will be 99. Yeah. 99. Ooh. I don't know if you remember that song. Um, but, uh, we're excited. I mean, I, I, I can't believe this has been running for 100 episodes. Uh, Rick, you've joined us in three this, seasons, uh, right? Four, four, four seasons. seasons. Yeah, you came on four, four seasons. Um, you know, we've we've had our ups and downs. And, uh, you know, it's it's podcasting is tough. And, you know, one of these days, I'm hoping we'll get fancy and have YouTube uh, channels and and video and all that good stuff. But, you know, it takes time. It takes a whole lot of money. And mm-hmm. all that stuff, but uh, because you all have been listening in and hanging in there with us, it makes it worth us, uh, worth us doing this and having a good time. And again, you know, just really talking about not all this really technical stuff about beer, but you know, having a good time with it. Yeah, just having a good time and you know, talking about where these beers come from, and you know being honest about the beers. Like if we don't like them, we're just going to say we don't like it. And and that's why we try to have four people on the podcast. So that way, you know, there's always one of us that's like, "Mm, it's okay. Or, or it's all right. Like you never know what you're going to get out of Matt who likes bush bush ice, which I know we always say that, but you know, he just keep him away from stone fruit, keep him away from peaches and all that stuff, man. We, we never heard the end of that with him. Peaches, mangoes. Matt is so laid back and chill about everything, but 
he 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 got worked up about the peach yeah. situation. He did not like the peach like monster. The, yeah, the bush light peach, as, the mango <laughs> mountain water. As uh, if if we want Matt to go out and get on a soapbox, just bring him some f- fruit, stone fruit beer, or any stone fruit anything. Um, I love in that same like series of episodes he brought us those drink bags. Oh yeah! Oh my yeah. gosh! The the machine gun or whatever. Every time I open oh. my one beer fridge, there's one just staring at me in there, oh. and I'm like, I, I get a little, get I get a little heartburn, heartburn right? choked up, man. <laughs> uh, well, funny story because I texted you guys a picture. Um, my little brother, we took him uh, fishing uh, on a, for his bachelor party. He's getting married uh, next month, and um, or in October, what well, next month? Yeah, yeah, next um, month. Uh, so. Uh, the resort we stayed at, we got these little free drink tickets, and it was those, Spike, those oh my spiked God. coolers. They're coming back to haunt you, man. <laughs> I, and what's really sad is I never got, I never redeemed my free spiked cooler. That's how, that's how bad it was. Well, so. I had flashbacks last night. I was at my friend's house, and I opened up the freezer, and there was a booze buzz ball <laughs> in his freezer. I went in there to get some ice for my water, and like on the little rack of the door, there was one of those buzz balls. What flavor was it? Uh, like coffee or oh, something. Oh, God. Yeah, and I was just like... Ugh. Going back to our one of our, our holiday episodes, Matt, uh, Brian, uh, uh, Rick brought us all this amazing like gourmet beer, I'll call it, um, and Matt brought us the same episode matt brought us eggnog eggnog buzz balls and that was just the most one of the most disgusting it was like water it it was like watery milk uh with this like liquor aftertaste it was god awful yeah i don't recommend it um but but yeah the the fact that they gave me a free drink ticket for those spike coolers was funny because i'm just like I, I know what they're they're trying to get rid of those yeah. things. They probably got they a bunch of them. Yeah, they bought them. Like, <laughs> we got to get rid of these. Nobody's buying them. I know. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll just give just give them to the guests when they come in and make them feel special. Yeah. Anyway, all right. So uh, our 100th episode, and uh, we we are trying to nail down what we're doing. We talk a lot about the Thirsty Beaver, um, which is uh, um, if you've seen the movie Up, uh, this is a little hole in the wall bar in Charlotte that basically had big high-end apartments built all around it. And it's this little hole-in-the-wall bar in Charlotte that's been in national news, international news. Mick Jagger's favorite bar in Charlotte. Mick Jagger's been there. A bunch of other uh, famous people have dropped in there. Uh, it's it's an incredible place. Um, no frills. I mean, I think that's why people like it, and it's and it's existed despite uh, you know corporate development all around it. We're trying to do our hundredth episode there. We'll see. I'm I'm praying to working the, on it. The we're working gods. on it. Um, they are hard to get a hold of, uh, but we're gonna we're gonna try to see if they'll let us hang out there for our hundredth episode and really have a good time with it. Um, so that's coming up next year on Good Swill Hunting. Um, Rick, anything else to report coming up? No. Uh, yeah. Uh, again. Well, I mean, just keep an eye on our, our socials. Yeah. Um, we've got all sorts of stuff Because that's where we'll, we'll announce a kind of like maybe a little bit ahead of time, you know, what we're doing for the hundredth and we'll start keeping you guys filled in. And then also keep an eye on the socials for Matt's pictures of his <laughs> exploration. I'll his have exploration. those up on in- Instagram of <laughs> Texas and, uh, you know, Spotsville Brewery. And, the good thing about not having Matt here is, is we don't have to. Uh, see his nipples yeah, uh, yeah right now but anyway thank you so much for joining us 99 episode 99 in the books uh join us next week for our 100th episode we're so glad you're here uh email us at goodswillpodcast at gmail.com goodswillhunting.com and uh check us out goodswill podcast on our social media platforms especially instagram we're extra active on there and facebook and uh we will uh we'll be talking to you next week 
Thanks for hanging in there with us for another round of alcohol-fueled antics. Good Swill Hunting is produced and recorded by Robert Blaine VoiceOver Studios out of Charlotte, North Carolina. As always, we encourage all of our listeners to drink responsibly. I'd like to thank our cast of characters who also help produce our content. And check them out on Instagram. Ryan Richards at BeRichWrites. Rick Speed at Rick Speed. And if you want to follow Matt, who has yet to post a thing on Instagram, find him at Matthew.Friend.961. If you discovered a new swill, or we at least made you laugh, give us a five-star review wherever you listen to your podcast. And feel free to drop us a line on Instagram at Good Swill Podcast. Thanks for listening, and we look forward to raising another one with you.